For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake and I try to bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. Now, I want to remind you that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and you can hear this podcast and all of our podcasts by going to iTunes, Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. So that's iTunes, Podcasts, Essentials of Healthy Living. And make your choice. We cover a lot of subjects in health and healthy living. Now, today we're honored to have as our guest Dr. Michael Jergowitz, a chiropractor, certified nutrition specialist, and he is board certified in nutrition by the American Clinical Board of Nutrition. He is responsible for the execution of new product development and product reformulation, as well as oversees clinical and technical support for designs for health. Now, our subject today is a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics. And I think this is an important subject, so I'm happy to have you on the show. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jurgovitz. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Well, give us a little bit more about your background and what you do and your practice. Yeah, so um, I've been a chiropractor for since uh, for the last thirteen years, and uh, you know, as of now, it's mainly more part time from a you know with my role with Designs for Health, but uh, looking at stuff more specializing in functional medicine, medicine and the management of a variety of chronic conditions, and uh, really, why I wanted to talk about osteoporosis today is that's just that's one of those chronic conditions that falls through the cracks quite a bit uh, in traditional medicine, and uh, m- many many patients that have osteoporosis, uh, you know, are, are very apprehensive or scared to take certain uh, you know medications due to some of the side effects, and uh, m- many of these things, uh, you know, risk factors, prevention, uh, or, or just treatment. Can, can be uh, adjusted quite a bit with dietary lifestyle uh, and nutritional therapeutics. Well, I'm so glad to hear you say this. And one of the most frequent questions I receive in those who are over 50 is concerns about their bone health, particularly in women. But uh, as we all know, men are susceptible as well. So um, I'm glad we're talking about this. Can you go into the risk factors, please? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I think, you know, one of the issues and, and why this becomes a problem is, you know, it's a silent, a silent disease, right? It's a, and, and many times, 
you know, even from a chiropractic standpoint, if, if I'm doing x-ray on a patient, uh, you're not going to see changes in bone density until you've lost pretty much 50% of your bone mass. So that's why you have to go see, you know, an endocrinologist, have, have an, uh, a DEXA scan done. And essentially, um, like you said, um, one in two women and one in four men over the age of 50 will suffer from some sort of osteoporotic fracture. So when you look at different risk factors, I mean, obviously age being one of them, uh, if you're looking at the postmenopausal uh, population, uh, you're, you're losing your androgens at that point or the sex hormones decrease. Uh, sedentary lifestyle, so uh, you definitely have to stress the bone, uh, you know, through resistance training or some sort of exercise, even walking, uh, to help with bone, bone mineral density. Uh, previous risk of fracture uh, is is obviously uh, an issue as well. Uh, you know, other lifestyle factors such as smoking, alcohol, uh, family history of osteoporosis or hip fracture, uh, and then those that are on long-term corticosteroid use. Uh, that's going to contribute to osteopenia and osteoporosis as well. And then, and then really having low body weight uh, because uh, we, we typically, you know, proteins uh, plays a really important role in, in uh, bone mineral density and really not, by not getting adequate nutrition or having adequate caloric intake uh, can definitely contribute to increased risks as well. I'm glad to hear you point this out. And um, I know that there is a variety of testing, both traditional and functional. Uh, can you talk to us about the kinds of tests and what they actually tell us? Yes, yeah, so I, I think in general, uh, <clears throat> for everyone, I typically do a lot of just your normal standard traditional blood chemistries, looking at like your CBC, metabolic profile, uh, lipid profile, a hemoglobin A1C, fasting insulin, homocysteine levels, uh, and then some inflammatory markers like high-sensitivity CRP or C-reactive protein, and then looking at iron, a full iron panel with ferritin. So that's not going to really be related specifically for osteoporosis, but if we're just thinking about overall health, you know, some of these are, are traditionally common, done by all their traditional doctors or PCPs. However, uh, some of these other markers are kind of considered investigational, like your homocysteine, uh, and you don't typically see that uh, as frequently done unless it's requested. But I, I would say when we're t specifically targeting osteoporosis, we have to look at some way we can assess nutrient status. And, and there's different ways to do that. I mean, some of it can just be in, in the blood through traditional labs, looking at the red blood cell concentrations of certain nutrients, the plasma or the whole blood, depending on the nutrient and where its highest concentration is or where it's mostly stored. Uh, and then we look at things like, you know, vitamin D, which we know is important, uh, vitamin K. And then uh, from some of the specialty labs, there's things called organic acids, which are some of those, uh, you know, metabolites that can be more functional uh, markers to look at. Uh, you know, different B vitamin status, uh, cellular energy pathways, carbohydrate metabolism, uh, that sort of thing. And then, and then get, getting past that is really looking at sex hormones because uh, you know, that's, that's probably one of the biggest issues with the onset of menopause, the, the androgens decrease. And it's not that someone has to get taken back to their their level when they were in their 20s or 30s, but they should have what's considered a normal level for someone in the postmenopausal age. So it's important to look at the, the sex hormones like estradiol, progesterone, testosterone. But uh, I really like looking at DHEA sulfate because that's such a high level up 
uh, hormone, and uh, that's something that people can can supplement with it depending on their their level, and they can optimize, and and those will kind kind of be hormone replacement for uh, your estrogen and testosterone, uh, and then looking at uh, you know other assessments is kind of like your bone resorption assays. Um, because we normally think think of a DEXA scan like someone goes to uh, have done every every two years or so, uh, and 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 so you can't really do those frequently to see the bony change, uh, uh, or I should say bone density changes. But when you look at these bone resorption assays, that there's things uh, these collagen, for example, one's called collagen type uh, or CTX uh, collagen type one C telopeptide, uh, and then there's some of these different cross-linked. Uh, ones that you can look at in the blood and the urine as well, or the Pyrolynx D. And, and these are not diagnostic for osteoporosis, but they have reference ranges. And basically, uh, you measure, again, in the blood or the urine. And if if something is, is, is elevated, it's basically showing at that time, bone breakdown is greater than bone building. And then so you can put someone on a therapeutic type program, and then you can reassess that like in two or three months to, to really um, show you if that intervention is is being effective. Well, this is important information, and I'm so glad to be talking with you because the panels that uh, I have done on my patients are exactly what you point out, and we are really looking at the total patient, the whole patient, uh, not just isolating it uh, to their bone density. And I like the way you look at the hormones. I think that's so excellent. When you look at vitamin D, can you tell us, what kind of range you consider to be optimum for the testing on vitamin D? Sure. So, I mean, typically the, the from mo- most reference labs show three, 30 to 100 as being normal, uh, and, and they'll say less than 20 to 30 is typically insufficient, uh, and then the deficiency is less than 20 nanograms per milliliter. Now, you know, unfortunately, many people may get their vitamin D tested and they may be like 32.5 or something and it's in normal range and nothing really gets gets, gets addressed there. However, you know, if you look at a lot of the data with Vitamin D Council uh, and, and some of the research that's out there, um, I mean, they may recommend a range from around, you know, optimally the 50 to 70 range uh, because when you, when you look at some of the research um, on uh, different farmers and lifeguards that uh, live around the equator, they and, and they're getting adequate sun exposure. Uh, they can maintain a blood level between around 40 to 80. So, so we know those are safe levels. And in um, some of the research looking at the the maximum anti-inflammatory effect of vitamin D, uh, it tends to be shown around 50 nanograms per milliliter. So I kind of shoot for greater than 50, uh, and and uh, I don't really want it to probably creep up a lot more than like 70 or 80. Uh, and 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 in order to kind of get that dose, uh, you know, anyone it could be anywhere between 4,000 IU to to 10,000 IU in a uh, in a liquid or pill form, depending on uh, the individual. Well, uh, you've been talking to the same researchers and, uh, uh, that I've been talking to, and I, I have found that the changes in vitamin D, uh, as we look at vitamin D, have been highly significant. When I look over the past 40, 50 years, uh, vitamin D was sort of 
not you know not addressed particularly strongly until the past two decades and we uh uh we were slow on that i think but now we've picked up and we're going to talk more about this subject in our next segment so folks if you've just tuned in with us you're with the essentials of healthy living on 1500 a.m i'm dana lake your host for the hour and we're brought to you by village green apothecary we are having an excellent discussion with dr michael jurgovitz and we're talking about a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics so stay with us folks we'll be right back All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics, it can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. When it comes to taking a multivitamin, the Pure Encapsulations One Multivitamin makes it one and done. This convenient formula provides vitamins, minerals, and other essential nutrients in a comprehensive vegetarian multivitamin for both men and women in a once-daily dose. It includes L5-MTHF, the universally metabolized form of folate, and an antioxidant complex with sustained release, CoQ10, to enhance immunity and support energy metabolism. The One Multivitamin, available at Village Green Apothecary. statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions, guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour. 
And we're having an interesting conversation with Dr. Michael Jurgowitz, and he is a chiropractor, certified nutrition specialist. He is board certified in nutrition by the American Clinical Board of Nutrition, and he's responsible for the execution of new product development and product reformulation, as well as overseeing clinical and technical support for the company Designs for Health. Now, today, we're talking about a specific subject, a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics. So we talked about risk factors in the first segment. We talked about what we like to see in vitamin D, and you like to see it between 50 and 70, and uh, nanograms per ml, which is higher than what they call the normal range, and Normal is not always healthy, so thank you for giving us that information. Uh, so can we keep this conversation going and talk a little bit more about these prevention strategies for osteoporosis? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think when we look at, from a lifestyle standpoint at least, uh, it's, we want to make sure people are getting adequate sleep because we know sleep, for example, that's poor or sleep disturbance is going to exacerbate any sort of chronic condition there is, reducing stress levels in someone's life, avoiding smoking and alcohol consumption. But exercise is really important. Uh, you know, specifically for osteoporosis for prevention, something like a high-intensity strength training and low-impact weight-bearing exercise uh, would be ideal. However, not everyone can, can is really ready to do something like that or can work with a personal trainer. Uh, but something is as simple as light walking at least four hours a week has been shown to significantly reduce hip fracture. Uh, And when we get into the elderly population, uh, if they already have osteoporosis, uh, you know, they may have some issues with balance. So um, they may want to do some sort of muscle strengthening and balance training, um, you know, working with a healthcare provider, whether it's, uh, you know, a certified personal trainer or, you know, physical therapist or chiropractor. Um, there's some, some cool um, therapies using whole body vibration that can be, be good. And then, uh, but, but other things for the elderly, uh, simple things like yoga. Uh, and, and there's a lot of mobility apps on phones. So if people are, are, are tech savvy on their smartphone, they can download some of these apps to help work, work on their range of motion. And, you know, I had some patients that are that get into Tai Chi because uh, this can uh, there are some of these group classes that can improve uh, muscle strength, balance, behavior and their walking speed. Uh, and then from a prevention standpoint, uh, you know, any type of weight bearing exercise, plyometric exercise is good. But but really, we want to get some um, some sort of moderate um, resistance training that's going to kind of give, you know, some axial loading on on the spine. But, uh, you know, those are all, uh, you know, good things from a lifestyle standpoint. Uh, when we get into more from a dietary uh, um, perspective, uh, it's kind of like this. Uh, there was some good research. There was a, an article just published in, in Nutrients uh, in July, and they looked at different uh, nutri- nutrients and dietary patterns related to osteoporosis. And uh, it was interesting when you looked at they compared things like a Mediterranean diet, the Asian diet, the Western diet, and a vegetarian diet. And and as all of us know, uh, the great benefits of the Mediterranean diet, they showed that there was a, you know, a significant decrease in hip fracture incidence uh, as well as risk when they had a Mediterranean diet where you saw uh, this was inversely 
the opposite effect in, in a Western diet. Uh, and we saw a, a 4% lower uh, bone mineral density in a vegetarian diet. So, uh, it, and, and that's probably more so with the fact of just not getting adequate protein uh, because it's hard to sometimes get that. And, it, and, and you can still get, um, you know, if, if someone's vegetarian, they can still do it. It just has to be really controlled and they have to really work with a professional to, to make sure they're getting all their nutrient needs. But uh, it, it seems like uh, when you compare a lot of diets to the Western diet, uh, our, all these other cultures tend to cook with a lot of phytonutrients and spices, and, and we don't really do that a lot in the Western diet. And, 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 if you, and chronic disease is often associated with oxidative stress and uh, inflammation. So uh, when you have these these other, um, you know, plant polyphenols and things in the diet that 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 have these antioxidant type properties, um, they have those those uh, that protection for us. Well, that's an excellent rundown. And as we talk about the sad diet, standard American diet, uh, it really is no culture's natural diet. And I appreciate you mentioning the Mediterranean diet, and that is very important. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the therapies that are typically used for osteoporosis? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, some some of the traditional therapies are um, the bisphosphonates therapy um, and um, and, and there's also, you know, other types of, you know, monthly treatments. But, you know, some of the, the problems is, I mean, or apprehensive. I mean, if a patient Googles any of this information or they look at, they look at the inserts, I mean, there's a lot of possible adverse effects that can happen uh, just short term, such as GI, uh, adverse GI effects. Uh, there could be musculoskeletal pain, similar to how people get that with statin therapy. Uh, there can be other, uh, you know, types of inflammation in the body. Uh, but a, a lot of, I think, what scares people is the, the long-term effects where uh, they see the osteonecrosis of the jaw uh, and, uh, you know, different things with atrial fibrillation. Um, and then you're just getting se- severe suppression of bone turnover. And so uh, it's it's one thing to increase the bone mineral density, but we don't want to have um, like a weak structure um, w- with that as well. So uh, it, it's it's really uh, about trying, I mean, all of these types of things that are done in traditional medicine maybe have a time and a place when people are kind of in a crisis. But, uh, you know, a lot of these things are, you know, monotherapies uh and uh with with osteoporosis uh it's it's really a multifactorial approach that and and that's kind of why why um it's titled comprehensive approach to osteoporosis because uh you know every every company out there has some sort of bone support product that has a lot of nutrients in it and and that's a great foundation but that but that shouldn't be the only thing that they take that should be okay that's going to give you some of your core uh, micronutrients, but then, like we talked about before, you're still going to need to take a separate vitamin D to get your whatever level you need. And there's going to probably be a couple other things that we talk about that people can pair with that um, that are going to give a more comprehensive approach for that individual. Well, this is so well said. I refer to bisphosphonates as laying down phony bone because the circulation does not. Uh, the, the bone doesn't have the circulation that 
real bone has, and that's where we get into the osteonecrosis, particularly in cancer patients. And um, I just recently had a patient who had been treated with chemo in the past, and she chose to use the prolia, and what happened was she got necrosis in her hip bone, had to have a hip uh, replacement. So she's talking to her physician about that, and we're going to talk more about this in the next segment, so I want to remind you folks, if you've just tuned in with us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake. I'm your host for the hour, having an interesting conversation with Dr. Michael Jurgowitz. So we are going to continue this. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D, with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Do you have unique needs that a mass-market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar lane call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com all over the world people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health plus fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety with exceptional taste unrivaled freshness and unsurpassed purity nordic naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day to learn more visit village green apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com nordic naturals committed to the planet, committed to pure and great tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green. Apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, 
brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake. I'm your host for the hour, and we're having an interesting discussion with Dr. Michael Jurgovitz, and he is a chiropractor, a certified nutrition specialist, and he is board certified in nutrition by the American Clinical Board of Nutrition, and he is responsible for the execution of new product development and product reformulation as well as overseeing clinical and technical support for designs for health. Now, we've been discussing osteoporosis, a comprehension, a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics. So, Dr. Jurgovitz, could you please go in to more of the nutrients that are important to assess for and also include to uh, achieve optimum bone health? Sure. So I, I think this is really important because I think the average patient that comes into a, a nutritionist office or alternative pro, uh, provider is many times they're just always told when they have osteoporosis, besides maybe their medication, they recommend it, they get put on some sort of high-dose calcium, that's like a calcium carbonate uh, that's poorly absorbed with with, uh, with vitamin D. And it's usually with a combination formula, and the D is only like 800 IU or 1,000. So they're already not going to have adequate vitamin D levels, and then they're getting a, a, they're getting a really high dose of calcium, which uh, is not – I mean, there's some negative uh, studies out there when you, when you take really high doses of calcium, and that there's these, these strong interrelationships with fat-soluble vitamins and magnesium and these other cofactors. So uh, a lot of the, you know, the good professional brands often have uh, bone support formulations that have your, uh, your, your adequate calcium, magnesium, vitamin K, zinc, uh, a little bit of vitamin D. But as we said before the break, uh, a lot of these patients are still going to have to take a separate D product uh, because they're going to need a higher level to get to get the, their blood level between like a 50 and a 70 nanograms per milliliter. And, and then some of them will have some of those trace minerals uh, like like boron or uh, manganese or copper. And and uh, if you're post if there's postmenopausal women, uh, there's also some nice. Uh, uh, phytoestrogens such as genistein that can be really beneficial as well as resveratrol. Uh, and and before we finish up later today, I'd like to get into talking about the importance of collagen uh, and uh, delta gamma tocotrienols, and even just kind of mention probiotics briefly. Uh, but but the way I kind of look at it is. Um, there's, it doesn't mean everyone has to take all of these nutrients, but I, I think a lot of patients will do good with about um, you know four or five products um, to really take this multi-prong approach, uh, meaning they take a, a regular bone support product, uh, you know such as like Osteoben or Osteoforce, uh, and then a vitamin D combo, a vitamin D K combo product because vitamin K is really important too, uh, and. Uh, you know, especially when you're trying to prevent calcification, things like that. And uh, it, it's it's one of those things that I don't test vitamin K a lot because I used to, uh, but it's one of those things that the, it's a fat-soluble vitamin that there's no toxicity with, so uh, or at least no known toxicity. So it, it's pretty safe to take with um you know, just making sure they're getting an adequate amount of like, say, for example, if it's K1, maybe one or two milligrams to, to have that amount to, to 
uh, carboxylate osteocalcin, uh, and then, like I said, the tocotrienols, uh, collagen. So those are kind of the, the, the base, uh, you know, therapeutics. Um, and kind of what I wanted to mention, uh, since we all are familiar with uh, the, the magnesium, calcium in, the, in these bone support formulations, uh, w when you look at, uh, for example, uh, magnesium, uh, you know, postmenopausal women taking oral magnesium for 30 days had significantly higher osteocalcin levels uh, and, and lower uh, purulinx D uh, levels. So uh, even when, you know, uh, I, I kind of feel like the, the magnesium is a lot more than calcium and, and a lot of, a lot of, and I'm sure you're the same way. And uh, most, most, most practitioners that, uh, that deal with nutrition, um, uh, we know that uh, most of the food sources that are even rich in magnesium are not quite, quite a bit. We're not eating enough of it to, to get the adequate intake. Um, and what I wanted to really mention about collagen, uh, because collagen is a very popular supplement uh, that's out there, but I don't think people think about it a lot. They think about it more from like a beauty from within, and they don't think about it probably from the importance from osteoporosis. But there's been several studies that show that oral supplementation can provide benefits on bone metabolism, especially calcium deficient uh, osteopenia and osteoporosis without side effects. And uh, the study dose with uh, this one material was five grams. But why is the collagen so important is because, uh, you know, the body's not only comprised the complete protein. So people always thought they need to have this complete protein powder. But really, when you're giving someone a dietary supplement, we should be thinking about what types of proteins are people not getting adequate amounts of. So uh, the about 25 to 30% of the body is made up of collagen, uh, and it's renewed at comparable rates as other proteins in the body, such as muscle. And when we look at these different uh, components in these tissues, for example, 23% um, of cortical bone is made up of collagen. Um, you know, that's, that, that's significant, and 65 to 80% of your tendons are, 70% of your ligaments, and, and 10 to 11% of muscle. So when, when you look at um, the, the, the bone structure and the role of collagen, you have your 70%, that's your inorganic material, like your calcium phosphate, some of those minerals. And then you got 20% of that, that is coming from type, type one collagen. Uh, so if, if 20% is bone, if 20% of the bone organic mass or biomass is protein, 95% of that protein is type one collagen. So th that's a huge chunk of, of, of kind of the pie there when, when we're thinking about, uh, you know, what other things can we give therapeutically, um, you know, to help with it because collagen is going to be essential for bone flexibility and elasticity. Um, it's going to provide the, the, the framework for the calcium mineralization. So, um, you know, one of the products that I like a lot is, is whole body collagen because it has the three trademarked uh, Jolita um, collagen peptides that are at specific molecular weights that signal for that tissue. So it has the varicel, the fortigel, and the fortibone. And, and the fortibone uh, has research on uh, postmenopausal uh, postmenopausal women uh, increasing um, that bone mineral density. And, and they had a study um, that was a 12-month study uh, in, in uh, January of 2018. 
uh, that that show, with 102 women that showed these increases. And and that's the thing with collagen too. It's not one of those supplements that people are going to take and then in, in two months later they're supposed to see all these um, uh, amazing differences. Um, it's it's one of those things that it's it, it takes at least a minimum of three months. Um, to get benefits of collagen supplementation, but really to see changes in like a, de a DEXA scan or, uh, you know, looking at some of these CTX markers or, or even if you're looking at like MRI for arthritis, um, it takes about a year um, for some of that. So it's kind of, you got to put that, uh, put that in there. Yeah, that's important, and I'm glad you brought this up about collagen. Uh, I don't think it's emphasized as much as it should be, and and magnesium, you're absolutely correct on this. Uh, years ago, when 1,500 milligrams of calcium was being recommended, without at least half as much magnesium, there's this tendency toward inflammation from excess calcium. And I talked to a researcher about it. I said, you're going to see an increase in kidney stones, uh, inflammation, hardening of the arteries. And he said, no, we're not seeing it. I said, but you will see it because it's an extreme imbalance. And I think when we step back and take an overview, the medical community looks at nutrients very, in a very similar manner that they look at medications. Give one nutrient. Give one B vitamin. And this creates the imbalance. I use the uh, my favorite metaphor is a football team. You don't send the uh, quarterback out there and then say he's lousy because he lost the game. He needs his team. And I think that this is one of the biggest differences between traditional medicine and functional medicine, uh, alternative complementary medicine, is that we look at the team of nutrients and we understand the balances, the antagonisms, and synergisms. So I really appreciate you highlighting these important areas. And we'll talk, uh, we'll, we'll continue this conversation right now. Uh, keep talking to us about what is needed, especially the tocotrienols, I think that's something we haven't talked enough about. Yeah, but uh, kind of what you were just saying, uh, I think it's important that uh, what we were just talking about with the collagen too is that the bone quality is not determined by only the mineral density but only the, but also the organic mass, and and that's what you're getting with with the collagen supplementation. And and you mentioned something with, uh, with with calcium, um, that I wanted to to bring up too, uh, is you know there's a lot of people you know talking about risk factors. There's a lot of people that or individuals that have uh, osteoporosis secondary to hyperparathyroidism, and. Uh, looking at the parathyroid hormone is important too because some, some, what, it, what initially happens, that's usually a slow chronic process. And so it's traditionally managed by, you know, when they look at the metabolic profile, you know, that, that serum calcium is not an accurate way to look at your calcium stores because that's really tightly regulated. However, when someone has hyperparathyroidism, that serum calcium level will start to increase and creep up. And, and when that happens, you, that person gets starting to get osteopenia, osteoporosis, because the parathyroid hormone is taking the calcium out of the bone and is putting it in the blood. And in order to, uh, you know, unfortunately, 
uh, it tends to be a wait and see game, and then until there's kind of a procedure done for the parathyroid, and uh, that can be several years, uh, and that person could have uh, you know issues with with bone mineral density at that point, and then and then when you have high serum calcium, then you're at risk for kidney stones and things, kind of what you're talking about before. Um, but yeah, going into the tocotrienols. Um, you know, there's, def there's definitely different forms of, of tocotrienols that are out there. You can get them from uh, rice and palm uh, as well as annatto. And what makes the the annatto plant version um, so uh, or the ideal uh, way to get it is because it has zero percent alpha tocopherol, uh, where your rice and palm contain about 25 to 50 percent alpha tocopherol. Um, the importance of this is your delta and gamma tocotrienol isomers are the most active. Uh, and, 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 and I think um, some of the issues here is when you looked at uh, vitamin E research over, over the century, uh, it's mainly predominantly been alpha tocopherol. And then it, it's only really shown to be good as an antioxidant and, um, and then once you got to like higher doses, even at greater than 400 IU, there tends to be a lot of negative research the last few years. Um, but I think we haven't heard about a lot of it sooner because there was all these great animal studies for so long. And then starting around 2014, 2015, you started to see all this research in the human studies coming out with, uh, with, with bone mineral density, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, metabolic syndrome, cancer. Uh, a lot of these chronic conditions, non-alcoholic fatty liver. And, um, you know, some of their early animal studies were showing uh, how the animals uh, that were supplemented with the tocotrienols had, you know, higher stress and, and load at, at a fracture site, uh, and the tocotrienols prevented uh, fracture reoccurrence, uh, restored, uh, and it restored that, that uh, calcus stiffness. And, and so when we got to looking at, uh, you know, osteopenia and osteoporosis, uh, w one of the big studies that was done uh, was in, in 2017. And they, uh, the big thing with, with, with menopause is you, you, lose, you lose estrogen. Uh, and that loss has major effects on bone remodeling. And if you actually take the structure of the the tocotrienol and you you superimpose it over the estrogen um, the estrogen structure they're they're practically identical um, estradiol is the only hormone that is actually an antioxidant so you can see the phenolic ring in its structure so the studies that were done the study that was done in on tocotrienols in, in postmenopausal women was a 12 week study uh and they looked at a lot of those outcomes like the CTX and everything and they they did two different doses they did a 300 milligram and a 600 milligram and at the end of the study they showed that there was no greater effect with the 600 over the 300 so the good news is people don't have to take more is not better but the 300 milligram dose um was um, you know, what was recommended. Uh, as, as far as its mechanism of action, I mean, uh, obviously, um, it, protect, it protects against excessive oxidative stress uh, and low-grade inflammation. So um, the tocotrienol suppresses 
Um, the oxidative stress and bone resorption, it's a strong antioxidant. It has anti-inflammatory properties. It's going to protect the osteoblast from lipid peroxidation, and it's going to suppress the osteoclast differentiation, maturation, and bone resorption by inhibiting NF-kappa B. So there's lots of cool, exciting stuff with, with the tocotrienols. And, and honestly, like um, just for all the other research with tocotrienols on non alkali fatty liver, metabolic syndrome, cancer, uh, I mean, I personally take it. My, both my parents take it. Uh, I, I think it's one of those uh, nutrients that um, just has so much uh, – it, it, the, the, the delta and gamma tocotrienols, we don't store that. So that's kind of why we have to supplement with it. Where like alpha tocopherol, our body actually, we, we store that. So it's not something that we have to constantly be getting, um, you know, from a supplement. And, and we get quite a bit of it we can get in, in the diet. So this is something, um, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Well, this has been an excellent discussion. And Highly technical, but well-described, and I think uh, our listeners have not, they've not been exposed to this much good information, and we'll continue that in our final segment. If you've just tuned in, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this brief break with more interesting information about a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Quality can't always be seen. Honest labeling, trusted sourcing, unwavering standards. At Pure Encapsulations, we are committed to wellness without compromise, delivering high-quality hypoallergenic products for nearly three decades. Our products are free from gluten, trans fats, peanuts, GMOs, magnesium stearate, and artificial ingredients. Pure Encapsulations is the leading brand in the healthcare practitioner market, ranking highest in ingredients purity, quality testing, and trust. Pure Encapsulations products available at Village Green Apothecary and myvillagegreen.com. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? 
One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I want to remind you that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can get expert advice on supplements, and they do carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, today we've been talking about a comprehensive approach to osteoporosis and novel therapeutics, and we're speaking with Dr. Michael Jurgovitz. He's a chiropractor, certified nutrition specialist, and is, a board, is board certified in nutrition by the American Clinical Board of Nutrition. He is with Designs for Health, and he is giving us a lot of good information on osteoporosis, risk factors, and treatment. So, Dr. Jurgovitz, let's continue that conversation. Sure. So, I, I, I guess kind of more in a, in a summary, I want to break down some of the different, um, you know, therapeutics that we can consider uh, having that comprehensive approach. So, I, I think every individual is going to need some sort of bone support formula that we talked about before that's going to have your magnesium, your calcium, zinc, vitamin D, K, et cetera. Uh, and, then, and then we would do a separate vitamin K uh, or separate vitamin D product that has some vitamin K along with it to meet their individual needs. And then we talked about the tocotrienols. So we want to do a 300 milligram dose is what's been clinically studied with that at the, at the Delta and Gamma tocotrienol version. And then, and then collagen peptides in a range between probably 5 to 20 grams a day uh, to meet that. And what I want to point out, too, that I didn't mention before is we'd, we want to put the collagen supplementation most likely between, in between meals because collagen peptides, we don't want those to compete with the other proteins for absorption. So as long as someone's eating less than if, – if they're eating less than 40 grams of protein in that meal, say they get like 20 grams of protein, it's probably not really an issue if they separate it. But it's always nice to, you know, as like a mid-afternoon snack or something like that to, uh, you know, mix the collagen uh, just so you have that for absorption. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, from a, from a testing standpoint, we talked about sex hormones a little bit. But, uh, you know, looking at DHEA, there's some really good research uh, on DHEA in postmenopausal women. And that was uh, done at 50 milligrams. Now, um, 50 milligram, 25 to 50 milligrams, many times we think about that for men, uh, that dose. And, and often you'll see like a 5 milligram version uh, that women will use. So I think it's always nice to start with 5 or 10 milligrams uh, based upon a, a lower lab level and then titrate it up. And then, uh, but, but like I said, there's, there may be some individuals that need something more therapeutic and, and 50 milligrams can be uh, considered uh, for those individuals. Uh, you know, also, I mean, we talked about the, the, the organic mass and the importance of collagen, but 
I also think it's important that when we're looking at each individual, I mean, many times I'm giving everyone like a seven-day food diary to complete uh, because uh, obviously, you know, we're talking about some therapeutics here, but we can't out-supplement a poor diet, right? So if people are eating low calories, they're not getting adequate protein, uh, then it's kind of like a sprinkler on a forest fire with some of these things. So uh, there there was a a good article in – you know, published with uh, protein intake and bone health. And essentially, if someone has a a lower protein intake, less than 0.8 kilograms per body weight or less, they have an increased risk of fracture rate. Um, So it doesn't mean people have to have these really high protein diets. However, um, you know, as we get older, we typically need more protein necessarily to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. So um, we we just have to make sure that... um, you know, people are getting at least a, a portion or so of protein, you know, w- with their meals. Uh, and a, a lot of what, uh, you know, some of these nutrients help with is, is as well as, is, is uh, you know, the oxidative stress. And, um, you know, I didn't mention it as, as much so far, but there is, there is some smaller studies on the, the benefits on certain probiotic strains and um, reducing bone loss in older women. Uh, and and so uh, w- one of the studies was was, was with Lactobacillus rudii, uh, and it was at 10 billion CFU. However, what what I would say is um, there are quite a bit of studies that are out there using multi-species probiotics, looking at just the aging population and and low-grade inflammation. And and when they compared. Um, you know, other therapeutics, things like fish oil and, uh, you know, probiotics were really effective at, at, at lowering that. So these are, um, you know, things that can be considered, you know, depending on what's going on with, with the individual patient, uh, you know, as far as what, what they should uh, consider. We, we touched on genistein a little bit, uh, you know, being, being, being a phytoestrogen, but um, there's also, there was also a, a pretty cool study published, a human study in, in June of this year, uh, looking at resveratrol improving bone mineral density in postmenopausal women. Uh, and that was a 24-month randomized double-blind trial, trial, and it was using 150 milligrams per day in divided doses. Uh, and, and it showed uh, you know, positive effects on, you know, increasing bone mineral density of the lumbar spine uh, and, and the femur. Uh, so, I mean, you're getting some of those, um, you know, it's interesting. They also did a subgroup of that where they um, had those people also supplement with vitamin D and, and calcium in addition to the resveratrol, and there was even a greater effect, which which kind of goes in with the whole summary we're talking about today. It, by having a multi-prong or multi-targeted approach, uh, you're going to address, you know, multiple factors uh, such as, um, you know, not only addressing just the, the, the minerals, but the organic mass, addressing the oxidative stress component, addressing the hormone component. And if we, if we really um, have anywhere from like three to five things that we can put together uh, for that individual patient, uh, we should expect to have a better uh, successful or uh, improved treatment outcome. Absolutely. Um, that you've given us a lot of good information. Um, so let's just recap with regard to reducing, you know, the risk reduction, uh, dietary changes, and and I wanted to point out, um, and I know that you know this, but that the junk food diet 
the typical American diet, the SAD diet, standard American diet, is very high in phosphorus. And that ends up uh, causing problems with regard to healthy bone. And so the sodas that people consume are really a problem here. I call them electrolyte antagonists because that's exactly what they are. And uh, maybe you could talk a little bit more about that and, and, and then give us a, an overview because you've covered so much good info. Yeah, I, I think I think when we think about diet, I mean, obviously a lot of research is around the Mediterranean diet, but also, um, you know, just looking at like a Paleolithic type diet, a whole food diet, and, and and I think we just have to get make sure that individuals are eating food and not products, right? Uh, because you know, when <laughs> when people are eating actual food. Um, you know, like you said, we're avoiding sodas and high sugar juices even, uh, but making sure they're getting adequate servings of, you know, fruits and vegetables that are going to, that are going to have, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's crazy how, uh, you know, a lot of people get so hung up on calcium with, with osteoporosis. And then they think of like, if they're not eating dairy in their diet, where are they getting their calcium from? And and it's like, well, you're going to get that from your green leafy vegetables, uh, and then a lot of nuts and uh, have that as well. Um, and, and then, so it's really important that uh, you know pe- people are get, eating a, a whole food diet, and 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 that's that's where you see a lot of these things uh, when, when we we really look into their seven day food diet. Or we 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 take a deeper dive because uh, someone may say, oh, I'm eating healthy, and then you you find out that like, hey, they may be going to Whole Foods or or somewhere that has a great a lot of stuff but they're buying all these like natural products and they're not necessarily, you know, getting the, the actual individual foods. So um, it's, it just ends up being, you know, very, uh, you know, challenging sometimes um, when, I mean, the, the, the cards are stacked against you when you, when you're, uh, you know, eating uh, a lot of those other, other things are going to require more nutrients. Well, yes, I we totally agree, and I want to thank you for being on the show today, Dr. Jurgovitz. We learned so much from you, and uh, we definitely will have you back in the future because I'm sure you have more topics that you can cover uh, in your interesting career as a chiropractor and with Designs for Health. So thank you for being with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, for joining us here on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I want to say that uh, as as our days move on, and we've all been in quarantine at some time with COVID, I think more and more as our lives move forward that I'm reminded that every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive health-enhancing choices. And I also remember it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day.
Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 54. 15 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.